Hey, how's it going? My name is Ben Henschel. And I'm Alex Jr. All right, today we're going to do a little album review on uh, Brockhampton's brand new album, Ginger. So I'm not going to lie, fans of Brockhampton have been eagerly awaiting this since Kevin Abstract announced it in July. Right. Uh, I, I was, I was, of course, looking forward to it, and I was, I was a little surprised with what they, with, what, what the result was. Honestly, man. I mean, this is, I mean, if you're not a Brockhampton fan, these guys are a rap collective that started in Texas and then they moved on to South Central LA, um, where they had a pretty um, small house, but they cranked out three incredible albums called the Saturation Trilogy mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, and then. Kind of had a falling out with one of their main members, named Amir Van, and um, because he had some uh, domestic violence allegations, and that falling out kind of ruptured the group a little bit. So they took a little bit of a break, and they came out with Iridescence, which came out to some pretty mixed reviews. I was a big fan of it, mm-hmm. um, and then they kind of took a bit of a leave. Um, still worked on their own stuff, but took a bit of a leave, and now Ginger is finally coming out. And, uh, and this is a lot more mellow of an album. Oh, it's it's a lot more mellow. Um, and the group, you know, they signed to RCA for that fifteen million dollar right. deal, three albums, uh, which was you know huge huge for a group that really is kind of comprised of a bunch of misfits, really, and they all mm-hmm. kind of rap or, or you know their their music is about how they all don't fit in. Right. And that's what what's really interesting about the group. Yeah, I mean, these guys started off of a Kanye West. Fan form. Yeah. And Kevin Abstract's like, hey, guys, want to start a band? And that's how they formed. So, um, and since they've really blown up. But, I mean, Ginger, kind of from the get-go, uh, kind of my take on it, and then we're going to go track by track. Yeah. But, I mean, I really thought this was a really great new addition. I didn't – I liked it the first time, and then the second through about the fourth or fifth time I listened to it, I was like – I was kind of uneasy because I didn't know – this mm-hmm. was a different Brockhampton that we were getting, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so the first, the, fir- the first songs on their albums are known to be crazy. Yeah, and, and they were mellow. They started off. No, no, no off- the first song. Like, yeah. um, Saturation 1, it was Heat. Mm-hmm. Saturation 2, it was Gummy. Mm-hmm. Saturation 3, it was, um, I believe it was Boogie. And then Iridescence, it was New Orleans. Those are all just super hard-hitting. First song on this album is No Halo, my favorite one. Mm-hmm. But it's so smooth. And so mellow, and that's and, just direct testament. And for a group that you know, fans and, and listeners, you know, we are expecting these bass-heavy kind of bangers to you know kind of come out of this group, and that's right. what they've been proven that they can do really well. Uh-huh. And the fact that they kind of expanded their artistic range into more mellow music has really, you know, proven to, uh, you know, pay the new path for for this right. uh, group. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, out of out of ten, what do you think? It was interesting for me. I per- right. personally, for me, I, I love the bass heavy Brockhampton. Right. I love their their bangers, their songs that just go in. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was it, I was taken back for it just because I I don't draw to yeah. the more mellow style of music as much, and that that's just mm-hmm. who I am. And more and you know most people do like a more mellow style of music. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm giving it seven because yeah. in in the group has faced just a lot with with uh, Amir leaving and right. you know so seven's it, it, a good score, dude. Y- yeah. And so, and, and so this this album it was a little bit disheveled, I feel like in its delivery. But overall, the fact that they I love the fact that they w- took the path of mellow. The fact, yeah, I think this was a welcome addition. This is what they felt, mm-hmm. right? Like, I saw Kevin Abstract put something on his Twitter about it. He's like, like if you guys wanted this to be saturation, that's not that's not who that's not who we are. That's not what we're feeling. That's what we felt beginning. And whether or not that's better or worse, mm-hmm. they're gonna 
put stuff out about how they're feeling, and mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Um, so so yeah. for this, for me, seven point five ish. I mean, and I and I loved it. I mean, I I I want to give my favorite albums. I mean, I I want to make sure that they're actually. I'm I'm not just going to be throwing out tens. So, sure. um, seven point five is a great album if it's going to be scored that way for me. I, but, I agree. but yeah, man. So we're gonna take it track by track now and kind of break down every uh, track. So right now we're gonna start with No Halo. So with, with No Halo and really the first uh, more mellow songs, um, what what you're seeing are kind of the the recurring themes of the band of you know failed relationships, substance abuse, and they, they do you know delve into that and it does go harder and uh, deeper into those themes as you go progress through the album. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was, I think this was one of, I don't know, was this a Jabari song? I think it was a Jabari, so Jabari Manuel there, mm-hmm. one of their producers, uh, he was, he, he put some on Instagram, I think, when that, when, the, when this came out, this came out just a couple of days before the album did, mm-hmm. No Halo was their last single that they put out, best in my opinion, mm-hmm. and he was like, this might be the best thing I've ever produced, yeah. because I mean, you've seen him produce stuff like, uh-huh. Um, or at least you've seen the Brockhampton producers produce stuff like Boogie and Gummy and mm-hmm. crazy stuff like that. And we love it, but mm-hmm. this is something new. And what I felt with those those previous songs like Boogie and, and whatnot is they were a little just, just kind of um, mixed together. Right. They're very kind of disorganized, and that was kind of part of the appeal. But with this, I really do feel like it came together. Right. It was one solid product. Yeah, and I mean, and somehow they fit all the members on here. And it sounds beautiful. I mean, um, they brought someone, I, I don't know who. Um, she's not in the group, but she's on the hook singing it. And I think with Matt Champion, if I'm right, I could be wrong. But I think it's Matt Champion and her. Um, but he starts out the song with a heck of a verse. Um, and then it goes on. And I think Merlin takes one of the most subtle and kind of smooth verses I've heard Merlin do mm-hmm. in probably ever, other than maybe Milk. Yep. Because Milk was just something where he was like, hey, I'm a boy band. I just dropped out of UT Austin. This is fun. Yep. But like now we got him just so smooth. And this is a great sound for him. I mean, oh, later on, like, St. Percy, and we'll talk about <laughs> it. At the end, he's screaming again like he usually is, which is awesome. And it's him. But, I mean, this and is I a new sound. I love that they, they mixed uh, kind of these different styles that each, uh, you know, voice has. They, they have these, you know, they can go hard. So you have the crazy screaming. Right. But then they, they also can show the side of them that is tame. Right, and it's so great that they mixed it in, and they didn't just choose one or the other. They they mixed it and wove it in so well, and bal- and it was very balanced. Right, and I think some of my favorite, probably my favorite part of the song is the latter half when you have Dom come in, who's my favorite rapper out of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Dom's verse on Heat from <laughs> Saturation One is yep. probably one of my favorite rap verses of all time. Mm-hmm. But um, he drops a great verse on this one. Then it goes to Joba. Mm-hmm. Who has one of the most kind of emotionally? He's one of the more emotional, emotionally mm-hmm. pulling rappers on the group. He has a great verse. His first lines went to church for the hell of it. Yep. You could break that down about six ways. <laughs> I mean, and that's just that's just one quick easy line that you wouldn't really think of, but you can go in depth with it. I mean, you, you can do that for a lot of this stuff. And then you go into bareface towards the end, and it's like, <laughs> I know why I'm listening to this album. Yeah. And at the same time, if you take that minute mark mm-hmm. that you're hearing Bareface in, run it through saturations, run it through New Orleans, mm-hmm. you're not hearing that. Uh, exactly. You're hearing some bass heavy stuff. They've matured as a group. And they, I think they, this they, this they is really probably have. this is the this is the best way to listen to it. And while this wasn't, you know, a banger to just really kick off the album, 
it was I what I feel like was the best product of the album right. to start it off. And, and the way that they did that was so tasteful and, uh-huh. and as a way to start the album. So if you want to move on to Sugar. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, so a lot of people liked Sugar a lot. I, I thought it was good. I thought mm-hmm. it was I thought it was good. But it I mean it wasn't my favorite. It was Same I mean I, I did I mean it's I really pretty, but at the same time it's like there, there's some other stuff from Brockhampton like uh-huh. that I'm feeling just a little bit more because I mean, Slow Brockhampton is amazing, mm-hmm. right? You got Face, you got songs like that, Bleach even, mm-hmm. um, and even on this album, like we'll get to Dearly Departed later, which is top mm-hmm. one of the, some one of the one of their best songs ever in Dearly Departed. Mm-hmm. But well, go on, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Well, one of my problems with Sugar is I feel like in so Brockhampton, what they're so good at is their sound is unique. You don't hear another kind of collective of voices and, and you know instrumentals that come out of uh, you know any any artist of today. Right. Sugar for me, I feel like kind of fit a common trend of these newer, slower yeah. R&B kind of feely songs. Yeah. And and that that part of it is what what you know I I didn't really love about this song. But um, you know, other than that, we you know anything to add to that? I mean, yeah. Um, I just wasn't. I was. I wasn't feeling it as much as a lot of people were. Uh-huh. I guess no, it's I, just I a simple get, way to it. It was a very popular. I mean, Brockhampton's a great group. They're like a siphon down Odd Future, <laughs> almost with Bareface. Because <laughs> they're. I mean, yeah. I guess you could. You, you can't really put Frank Ocean on anyone's. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't compare Frank you Ocean. Don't, you to people. don't. He's too you good. Don't. But, I mean. Frank Ocean's kind of their bare face, but you, you can't really draw the parallels. I don't know where I was going with that, but Sugar's just not. Mm-hmm. not my and it's interesting that Sugar is number one uh, trending for them on Spotify right now. Yeah, but, uh, but I yeah. think it's the most it's the most user friendly. But I yeah, mean, for a broadcast sure. standpoint, it's a pretty song. But all right, so ne- the next track though, "Boy Bye," this is one of my favorites. This is so. This is mm-hmm. the second most. Maybe second or third most that you kind of feel some of the old mm-hmm. production that Brockhampton was kind of going with, paired with the new ideas that they're pushing. For sure. You know, th- this song does have the most listens on Spotify from Ginger right yeah. now. And, you know, what I really love about this is how they're weaving in instrumentals. They're crazy. Know? It's it's insane. You're not, they're not just, hit, hit, you know, hitting in with trap drums and beats and, you know, heavy bass. Too many they're, are. They're instruments. Right. But they're still put in in a way that uh, still helps their more rap style of flows. Right. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll kind of get through these tracks a bit more quickly. But, I mean, mm-hmm. Boy Bye, kind of like, it's it's kind of all wrapped up with, Ke- I think it's Kevin's, I think Kevin's got the last verse on the song, if I'm mm-hmm. not wrong. But, I mean, he's like, sobered up and realized how poorly I've been behaving at the end. He's just kind of talking about, um, I mean, just kind of, it, it's self-help, getting better. Yep. Um, but I mean, it's in a fun way. I mean, mm-hmm. you you slow down and you listen to these lyrics. You're like, oh man, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Only some of these songs are putting across that really sad feel. Yeah, for um, sure. And in the past, um, um, you've seen him more talking about like um from one of my favorite Brockhampton songs, Johnny. Right. Is he talk? They talk so much about you know substance abuse. He's like, you know, um, I had a couple of vices. We had that show on Viceland. Yeah. And they more talk about just what their problems are. You know, been trying to quit cigarettes. You know, having some trouble quitting. And uh, but this this is a more positive in a way view of the, okay, they're getting better. They're not just talking about their problems. Right. All right. So we'll yeah we'll speed through these a little bit more. Heaven Belongs to You, this is their feature from Slow Tie. He's a <laughs> hilarious British rapper. Um, I mean, it's almost therapeutic <laughs> to listen to that opening yep. line. I mean, um, oh my gosh, yeah. 
but and then it's just kind of fun to listen to. I yeah. mean, he had his new um, album called Noth- "There's Nothing Great or Nothing Great About Britain," like songs <laughs> like "Doorman." They're just crazy, and he fits this group, so he's actually sure. touring with them now on their uh, on their tour for this album. Great addition to the group. I yeah, think. for sure. Um, okay, then after that, since that's kind of a digression from the album, and they kind of tease the instrumental from more "If of a You fun Pray," song right? Yeah. So then you go into St. Percy, which is kind of a more uh, simple bass, kind of uh, groovy song that mm-hmm. you would this, – this is something you could have pulled right off saturation. Um, sure. And, yeah, like we, were, we, we weren't in the classroom. We were making crowds move, stuff like that. It's just um, making crowds move. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a great track. Um, I, I, yeah, and then sure. you got Merlin at the end. <laughs> kind of just screaming. That's just awesome. I, and, you know, I love the, the eerie beat, the eerie instrumental yeah. going in and out. Really, really, you know, well done and, and not, not like anything else on the album. And then they pull that sample in. Mm-hmm. They pull that beautiful sample in. I don't know, I don't know what song that is. I, can't, I, I, I wish I did. I should. But um, towards kind of the middle of the song, they pull that feature in and it's or just kind of such a nice little break. Mm-hmm. Matt Champion's got a... First, it's probably about. I think it's probably about girls. That's all those verses yeah, are about. For sure. Um, okay, but then once you're done with St. Percy, right at the end, just a perfect transition. And they did this with New Orleans and um, the second track of Your Death. Yeah, that's it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just the transition. If you pray right, this is close second favorite for me. Same. same I here. just. I mean, the way th- this is the old type of instrumental that they would have pulled paired with the new ideas that they're pulling you would have just if you just read these lyrics on genius it makes you a bit sad you're like oh my yep. gosh but then you pair it with this song it's it's a groovy way to basically yeah. I, I love how the beat and the lyrics really counteract each other and that's a common Brockhampton theme it, it is you know you have these upbeat kind of you know and, and with this song specifically the trumpets you know uppity mm-hmm. and then you, you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh my god right it's crazy yeah um, kind of in that same realm that heaven belongs to you, just kind of that theme of religion that kind of that yep. kind of blends in sometimes on this album. Same thing here, right? Yep. I, heaven belongs to you. Question, kind of questioned, or at least slow tie kind of questioned mm-hmm. whether or not it's worth repenting or worth feeling sorry for or like being so focused on retribution for your actions. So mm-hmm. um, this kind of delves a bit more into it in a really groovy way, and it's great. For okay, sure. next, dearly departed. What an incredible song! This, like oh, you I talk know. about slow Brockhampton, and then you talk about <laughs> slow Brockhampton. This is slow Brockhampton. And Dearly departed, Matt Champion's probably my favorite Matt Champion verse ever on this track. Mm-hmm. So heartfelt. They touch a bit on a mere van. You can tell. And I feel like this song was kind of the pinnacle of their slow experimentation. Right. It it really kind of showed through their, their you know their lyrical talent and in the fact that they did this right. Right. Um, yeah, so just an incredible track, nice and slow, but um, and really, really sad. And it's um, nostalgic, it's sad, looks into their psyche a little bit, uh, but uh, that's kind of how it is. And then you go on to um, I've Been Born Again. This is my favorite song on the album, and it's obviously because it goes back to their heavy bass, right. rap roots. And I, I love You hear it. that little piano beat? Uh-huh. It sounds like a D chord there that they put on every once in a while, like the... There it is. There it yeah. Is. Um, but oh my gosh, yeah. 
Great, uh, great song. And just I love Kevin's that, mood. And I love how they kind of kept some of their roots, especially with like Boy, uh, Boy Bye and this song that kind of kept their roots in it. Yeah, they, they, kept the the, they kept the stuff, but I think that that's such a part of this album is just kind of the way through. Um, sure. Okay, so Out of I've Been Born Again, you go into Ginger. This is one of the more like critiqued songs. Yeah, it's of, like, definitely more experimental. But, I mean, the, the vibe I was catching was, I mean, so you, you think about I, where the production and where the lyrics, mm -hmm. like how much they matter in a song when you're determining, okay, mm -hmm. is this a good song? Is this a quality song? I think there's a, they find a happy median here mm -hmm. that's not necessarily – this is just such a beautiful song. It's interesting. It it's definitely has a more psychedelic vibe, and I only know one artist who can consistently pull off a psychedelic song, and that's ASAP Rocky. It's right. very hard to do a psychedelic out, out there song and have it you know be widely successful. Right. Um, but but in the, in, I love how they, they still did it, though. They're still right. experimenting with that, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the song, especially towards the end. God, I can't remember the minute mark, but like, yeah, just around, uh, yeah, around three minute mark there. Mm -hmm. Bareface comes on and starts harmonizing. Dude, it just feels, it's so nice to listen to. Um, and but it makes me, it's what makes me love the album because sure. you, you've got the lyrics, you've got the, kind of the old blend of what they used to like doing you cut it at 12 songs there's no mm -hmm. fat to trim yep and except maybe big boy my least favorite song which is next that's kind of a good segue yeah um it's a fine song it's not great um but yeah that's kind of uh yeah i agree it. this this one uh, didn't really stick out to me in any way shape or form you know, well, well produced, well mixed, whatnot. But um, yeah, I, f I feel like you know they can't all be hits. Right. Um, exactly. Like with any album. Right. Um, okay, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty much all I got. I just wasn't a huge fan of the song. Yeah, I'm a little too much auto tune for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then "Love Me for Life," uh, solid. Um, nothing crazy, nothing incredible, mm -hmm. but definitely a. I mean, it's a track I had to go back to. It's kind of got a fun hook. I think it's by yep. Bareface. This is the one they performed in the huge plane with their suits on. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've they've put out some great music videos for these for two. Sure. Go check them out. No Halo music video, amazing. Job was in the church singing about what I was talking <laughs> about earlier. I went to church with the hell. It's just awesome. But Love Me for Life, good song. Mm -hmm. uh, just bass heavy enough. Um, it's a certain mood that goes with it. In yeah, in interesting, interesting song. But it's now kind of sounds like iridescence, to be honest. Yep. No, I, I completely agree. But for the last one, Victor Roberts, oh, which man. is mostly voiced by Victor Roberts. What a story! I, I crazy, crazy. I mean, yeah, the, the new artist was you know welcomed into the group, you know, and has fe features time to time from from the group's works. Does he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean. Um, for this one though, I, I remember hearing Dom talk about this in an interview where it's like Victor Roberts was this guy. He'd always wanted to be a rapper. He got caught up in other stuff, um, but he had told Dom this story, maybe even in the form of this verse. But they give him this song, and he's just—it's so heartfelt. I don't want—I don't even want to spoil the story. I don't even want to go into it. Go listen to that song. Just go take a minute. I mean, that's a. It's an incredible it was, song. It was, none, think, none, of, none of the group really features on it. It's just Victor Roberts. They give him the last track. It, it, I think there's no better way to finish out this album than right. doing what they did for him and, and the story really behind it. Really yeah, brought this, you know, with, with kind of some chaos in the group with the right. MR leaving and, you know, having to, you know, produce these records for RCA. 
Right. I feel like they really still kind of kept their artistic identity here, or, in, or right. at least a, the mo- most importantly, expanded it here. Um, right. With, with this album. Yeah. Um, all right. So now, real quick, I'm gonna rank them real quick. <laughs> um, so number one for me, no Halo. It's not even close. Um, if you pray right, really close second. Uh, Dearly departed, pretty close third. Um, boy by more of a distant fourth. Um, this work is tough. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I've been born again. Uh, then Ginger, then Saint Percy, then Sugar. Um, then love me, then Victor Roberts, then love me for life. Um. Heaven Belongs to You, I'm, I don't even really want to count it because that's a slow tie song yeah. with a bit of Brockhampton production. I love it. I love it. But I'm not, I'm not, yeah. But I'm not going to rank it amongst these. Um, and so probably Big Boy taking up the last spot. Yep. No, I, I agree. That's very, very, you know, solid ranking and just really, really just per- good album. Right. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, well I, I think this is an interesting direction. I hope that we can. I mean, everybody wishes for a trilogy. I hope <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. Everybody. They put out those like 1999, 1997, 1998, mm-hmm. like the best years of our lives concept. Mm-hmm. I really hope that they do something with that. You saw like there are snippets you can go look up on like YouTube of like Puppy, which is one of their albums that they were going to put out and decided mm-hmm. not to. Um, that happened a couple times, but oh my gosh. that yep. I mean, some of those stuff, um, they recycled some of the verses on them and put them onto new tracks uh, like on Iridescence, but like... I mean, go listen to those. Like, the, there's a lot of Brockhampton to listen to right now, and mm-hmm. they can take pretty much all the time they and need. I think, yeah, there's a great direction for where this group's heading, and you know, they we now and we not see a, a wide artistic range right. that they can play with, and I'm just excited to see what comes. Yeah, and I mean, it's not done yet. They, no, they've made yeah, that clear, uh-huh. but they're also aware that like this is not a forever thing. Yep. For them, but I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see where it comes next. For sure. Well, awesome. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in.